Thanks for pressing play. This is the first in a two-part series on native digitals and the profound change they are bringing to the way we live, work, and play. On this episode, let's talk about how these younger folks, 140 million in the United States, are a new category of human. These native digitals are the first to grow up completely integrated with the machines. And I think it has a profound meaning, and I think most people aren't paying attention. So let's get into it. We're sponsored by our good friends at Oracle NetSuite. Check out netsuite.com slash different today to learn how to build a legendary foundation for your business. That's netsuite.com slash different. And the power of data has never been more obvious. To build a data business, a digital first business, check out the leaders in data to everything at Splunk, S-P-L-U-N-K.com slash D, the number two, the letter E. And I want to thank you for making our newsletter Category Pirates in the top 1% of business newsletters. Uh, we've only been out for about three, maybe four months and um, you have made us a smash hit. As a matter of fact, we are charting right now at number 13 on the Substack uh, business charts. So thank you if you are a subscriber and reader to Category Pirates. And uh, this two-part series is based on a recent Category Pirates newsletter. So if you like this content, go to Lockhead.com and subscribe to Category Pirates today. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockheed on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right. First, let's uh, let me share with you a story. A little while ago, a good friend of mine was visiting from the UK with his family, and I hadn't seen his wife and kids in a long time. They were coming, and they spent uh, a couple days with us. And the last time I had seen the kids, they were little kids, you know, little rugrats. And now they were um, when they came for a visit, they were you know teenagers. And so. Um, my wife being my wife put together this wonderful dinner where we'd head out to the beach and set up a fire and roast some hot dogs and have some s'mores and drink some wine and watch a beautiful sunset on the beach. Uh, certainly something that you don't do very often in London. So we go out there and we do this. We're having a wonderful time. And the adults are talking and doing native analog things like enjoying the sunset and eating and talking and the sand between our toes and the like. Well, guess what the native digital kids were doing? They were on their phones and me being me and I'm kind of the crazy uncle to a whole bunch of these kids. I would give them a little zinger every once in a while and go, hey, um, kids, see that big, beautiful, reddy, orangey thing in the sky? Uh, you might want to take a look at it. Or you see this thing over here going flip flop, flip flop, splashing over on the on the sand. That's called the Pacific Ocean. You might want to check it out. And they would look up, give me a dirty look and go back to their phones and at best, what they would do would be uh, photograph and or take quick videos and TikTok and WhatsApp them to their friends, uh, which begs the question, what's more real, the experience of the sunset in the ocean or the digital photo uh, and video of the sunset and the ocean? And um, so that was it. That was the end of the evening. 
And the next morning I woke up thinking about this and I had a very big aha, which is these young folks are native digitals. And what that means is their primary experience of life is a digital one. And their analog experience is their secondary experience of life. That is to say, the video and photo of the sunset are more important to them than the actual experience of hanging out on the beach because their digital life is their primary life and their physical analog life is their secondary life. And the reality is, if you're over the age of 35, the exact opposite is true for you. If you, like me, are a native analog, your digital life is an adjunct, is a sidecar to your quote-unquote real life. But the insight I had that morning after the, um, the evening on the beach was, for younger people, it is exactly the opposite. Now, let's take a look at some of the data. Uh, native analogs. These are baby boomers and Gen Xers, and they are born from anywhere from 19, the 1940s all the way up into the early 80s. And today they range in ages from 40 to 75 and, and up. And they make up approximately 136.8 million Americans, 136.8, call it 137 Americans. And they are one category of human that exists today. The second category are these native digitals. These are millennials and Gen Zers who were born between the early 80s and as uh, recently as the 2010s. And these folks, the high end of these folks are around 35 today. And uh, the low end are as, as young as six years old. And get this, they make up 140 million Americans. So here's the next big aha. There are more native digitals right now in the United States than there are native analogs. And um, it is our strong suspicion that both category of humans do not understand how profound this change is. This is not just the normal generational stuff where the older generation sort of poo-poos the younger generation's culture and music and fashion and attitudes and, and vice versa. This is very different. You see, because native analogs grew up in a time where technology was an addition and sometimes really a distraction from their uh, real lives. Native digitals grew up at a time where their real lives, their analog lives, were a distraction from their digital lives, which are, in point of fact, their real lives. This makes them a new category of human. This is the first category of human being ever to come of age and to be reared completely integrated with the machines. What this means is their digital life is more important to them than their analog life. And what that means is they will spend time, money, and energy improving their digital lives. They are digital first. And this is a profound shift that very few people seem to be talking about. Even more stunning, some of the largest native digital brands on the planet are um, run by native analogs who don't seem to get it. Quote, we firmly believe that in person, being together, having a sense of community is super important when you have to solve hard problems and create something new. So we don't see that changing. Google CEO Sundar Pichai said that. He's 49 years old. Apple CEO Tim Cook is 60 years old. 
And Netflix CEO Reed Hastings is also 60 years old. Uh, Reed Hastings called remote work a, quote, pure negative in the Wall Street Journal. And in the case of all three companies, they implemented policies that said after people start getting vaccinated, they need to come back to work. Well, it turns out that returning to the office, a physical reality of being, which is the primary reality for native analogs, isn't really what native digitals want at all. Said more specifically, working in a physical office makes no fucking sense to somebody whose primary reality is digital. As a result, uh, the employees of these companies revolted and Apple and Google had to backtrack on their policies and allow their employees to do work from anywhere. Now, here's the thing that I think a lot of people miss. This is a lot more, this shift is about a lot more than just a bunch of millennials whining about wanting to uh, have their avocado toast. In a recent survey by FlexJobs, 58% of workers said they would absolutely, quote unquote, look for a new job if they could not continue remote work in their current role. According to Bloomberg, employees would rather quit than return back to the office. My niece, who's in her 30s and therefore uh, is a native digital, she works in accounting and she quit her job when she found out that her company was forcing her to come back to work. She took a few weeks off to find another job and the job that she took was with a startup who doesn't have a headquarters. They don't go to work because there's nowhere to go. Now, what these native analog CEOs don't seem to realize is that the category of work is being redesigned right under their noses, not just because people want a new work style because of a pandemic, but because the category of human is being redesigned right under their noses. And these new kinds of humans are 180 degree different than the humans that heretofore we have known. And um, if you don't understand this change, it's going to have a huge impact on your ability to hire, retain talent, innovate, and grow, especially as the native digitals make up the majority of the workforce. Did you know that right now there is a 62% chance that you are reporting to a millennial boss? So this change is profound in the way companies work and they're structured and their culture and so forth. It's also profound for all entrepreneurs, innovators, and marketers, because here's the aha. 50% of U.S. consumers are 100% the opposite of their parents and grandparents. So if you think this is just a uh, work transformation, it's a lot more than that. This is a societal transformation from a native analog perspective to a native digital one that we at Category Pirates believe could impact almost every category on earth, including one of the largest mega categories of all, which is global consumerism, or if you will, the stuff business, making hard goods and consumable goods. And um, we're going to get into that in the next episode, but here's what I'd leave you with. Roughly 30% of US GDP is in the stuff business. Native analogs uh, buy stuff, native digitals don't. Okay. And so until we get into that part of it in the next episode, I'd ask you to think about a few things. Uh, one, 
What are you doing right now to embrace this new data, uh, native digital reality, both in the way you work, in the way you live, and in the way you market? And I'd ask you to think, it's easy to be arrogant, for me, of, of course, on this. But the, the cold shower here is, if the native analog CEOs of some of the largest digital brands in the world do not understand this change, then maybe we don't either. So I think it behooves all of us who are native analogs to ask ourselves, how are we leading in the new era of marketing and strategies to build lifetime value with native digitals? Because this generation is 100% different. The other thing I'd say is if you're native digital, understand that the reason native analogs don't understand you is you are a different, a new category of human being. And when an old category and a new category collide, the old category is often deeply ignorant, deeply dismissive of the new category. And so if you're native digital, I would ask you to understand a who you're talking to when you talk to a native analog is a, is a category of human being that is 180 degrees different than you. And to be successful, regardless of which side you're on, is going to require building a bridge to get to the other side. All right. We would like to thank my good friends at Atranet, building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for over 20 years. Check out atre.net today. If you're in Australia and you want to do legendary marketing, check out my friends at rapidmedia.com.au. Remember, if you like these kinds of ideas, go to lockhead.com and subscribe to the Category Pirates newsletter today. It's 20 bucks a month or 200 bucks a year. And if you're like me, you've done dumber shit with 200 bucks. My friends at Malibu Milk are the category queens of the hot new organic flax milk category. Check out Malibu Milk with a Y.com today and get your uh, starter pack going. All right, I need to remind you that this podcast is a sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network. It goes better with libations, including white Russians with uh, Malibu Milk. If you like it enough to listen, why not share this with your whole team? Uh, I also need to remind you that today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes. And before you act on any of this information, please consult your lawyer, shaman, mystic, doctor, bartender, and parents before acting on today's information. Remember, the left lane is the passing lane. If there's somebody behind you in the left lane, move the F over. We are produced and edited by the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Jason DeFilippo. Check out his podcast, Grumpy Old Geeks. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do legendary technical execution, and they build the aforementioned Lockhead.com. Show notes by GM Simon. Candy Dandy keeps all the trains running on time. Uh, remember to listen to Tom Waits. Stevie Wonder was right. Stay legendary, my friends. And the thought I'll leave you with uh, today comes from Steve Jobs, who said, let's go invent tomorrow instead of about worrying about what happened yesterday. 